Hey Superfriends, my name's Neil and you're probably wondering why we're back already in less than two weeks since our last podcast. Well, this is episode 43B. You could throw out the rule book. There's no news this week. It's a Halloween special. Guy goes back away. Oh, I thought you were going to go like woo or something. Ooh, I'm a ghost and I'm old and cold. Well, thanks very much for that. We are here fortnightly-ish, normally, to bring you a slice of comic book, film, TV and pop culture goodness from our studio to your speakers. But this week, we are throwing out the rule book so that we can just talk about Halloween because we mentioned it in our last podcast and... In theory, we're not podcasting again until next week, so we thought let's throw in a little special extra one for Halloween. I am, of course, joined by the Smithers to my Mr. Burns, Martin. Say hello, Martin. I don't know how I feel about that. At least you're the creepy old man. True. I was thinking Treehouse of Horror. Podcast um, of Horror. Podcast of Horror. Yeah. Very good. Very good. How are you this week? All right. Feeling ghoulish. How many times are you going to make that noise over the next 30 to 40 minutes? Quite a lot, I would imagine. Okay. So this week we are just going to talk about some of our Halloween spooky film and TV recommendations. Martin will be bringing the sanitised horror that isn't scary. And I will bring the slightly scarier films that Martin can't watch and tells me I have to watch in another room or when he's not here. It seems perfectly reasonable to me and I'm sure other people would agree. Alrighty. TV recommendations. What are your spooky TV recommendations for Halloween? Sorry. I want to see how many Halloween-related puns I can fit in in the next 30 minutes. Okay, so my first one is The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Classic cartoon series. Does not feature Velma or Fred from the Scooby gang, but does still have Scooby, Shaggy and Daphne alongside their friend Flim Flam. Unfortunately, Scrappy is also there, and I don't really like Scrappy-Doo, but... All the more worth it for the fact that it has the voice of Vincent Price. Uh, it is a childhood favourite of mine, and I do watch it every year across Halloween month. I mean, it's a classic. You've got to do it. Yes. So in the first episode, whilst flying a jet plane, uh, they accidentally don't end up in Hawaii where they want to end up. They end up in um, some icy mountains where they accidentally basically open Pandora's box and release 13 terrible ghosts. Well, I can imagine that would be a... A very realistic situation, considering he has no thumb, so how can he fly a plane? <laughs> I'm not sure that it's Scooby that's flying the plane. I mean, Chaggy's probably not in the best state to fly a plane. No, no, that's also true. But that is a classic, kid-friendly Halloween TV watch from me. What about you? What do you, what do you recommend? Oh, it has to be Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 1 through... 105. Well, we are currently watching The Simpsons on Disney+, Plus, which ironically, I tweeted uh, the press release about season 31, which is being added in the first week of November, and someone replied to say, does anybody actually watch this programme? I was like, yes, we're currently on season 22, now starting season 23. But that's another classic you have to watch. And now that it's on Disney+, Plus, you don't have to go back through the DVDs, because, you know, it's not. it wasn't available on iTunes. Um, the only way to watch it would either be hoping it would be on TV, or find which disc of each DVD season had Treehouse of Horror to jump from one to the other. I used to have a special Halloween collated Simpsons DVD. 
There is a Halloween collated Simpsons playlist on Disney Plus for subscribers. Or if I had a DVD, I had like really random ones. There was only four or five of them. It must have been quite early on. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm. Those are some of the classics. I'm enjoying the collated Disney Plus playlist. Favourite Halloween Simpsons episodes? You don't have to name them by number. <clears throat> there are a lot of them. I probably could. Um, number one. Number one. Is always a good one with the murder house. Murder yeah. house, spooky house, haunted house. Yeah. That's always a good one. Um, Mr. Burns's vampire. That's always a oh, good one. That's a classic. One. What else? Homer and his never-eaten ending mm, Erotic cakes. I like the 3D episode. That's not a Halloween Simpsons. Is it not? No. Oh, no. Or is it? Somebody out there will know. I think it is, because when it goes to the third dimension, fourth dimension, third dimension. Third dimension. dimension. You always add an extra dimension. Well, it always comes in handy. It's like breaking the fourth wall. Do they not break the fourth wall? Yeah, they do. But you always say breaking like the fifth wall or the third wall. I think I say the third wall. You're always one out. Well, they think of a TV, you've got at the back, the two sides, and they look at the screen, which is the third. That's the fourth. I can't count. <laughs> My next recommendation would be Halloween Buffy. There have been a number of Halloween-y episodes over the years. You've got the kids being turned into their costumes, which um, was season two. Uh, season four is the ultimate Halloween episode for me, which is the one where they go into the, the party house that gets cursed, thanks to the sigil on the floor. It's alive! <laughs> that's quite that's a classic uh, I'm sure you could probably class any of Buffy as perfect for Halloween but you know when Buffy does Halloween they do it right but they don't really do that very often do they so no. there was series 2 there wasn't Halloween in series 3 was there not that I can remember there was series 4 yep series 5 was pretty much all Halloween because it was terrifying terrifyingly bad I enjoy season 5 that's a topic for another day I don't think that, I don't six. think anyone was in the mood to celebrate Halloween in season six. No, and they were a bit preoccupied in season seven. So I think there's only two. Yeah, that's a shame, really. Both very good, though. Both very good episodes. Other TV recommendations? Hmm, trying to think. TV Halloween, Halloweenies. We should probably say, if you don't own Buffy on DVD, of which it is available, you can stream it in the UK on all four. It is also on Amazon Prime and available on iTunes. I can't remember any other Halloween specials that we watch that are spooky and cool. TV ones. There's always a Halloween in the middle. I do like a Halloween middle. They're always... They're alright. They're not scary. They're not scary. That's why it's safe for you to watch. Yeah. I do like a Halloween special on, like, a bacon show or something. (laughs) Okay. That's always good fun. Oh, do you know who used to do a really good Halloween special? Who's that? It's a bit of a clawback to the back in the day on old trouble tv two guys and a girl in the pizza place oh okay i used to like their halloween specials so i used to go all out i'm surprised you haven't mentioned sabrina the teenage witch or chilling adventures of sabrina oh yeah i mean that's uh, I, probably sabrina the classic sabrina has a witch. halloween party where all the furniture comes to life because of the termites yeah, that was good. Oh, no, sorry. They buy new furniture that talks because it's from the other realm and it's infested with termites. When 10,000 maniacs play in the house. That's always a good one, yeah. Maybe Absolutely. not the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Surprising recollection of an episode of Sabrina. 
I like Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I know I like it, but it's always Halloween, so it doesn't feel like special. True, yeah. Just been announced to return with its final batch of new episodes on December the 31st, 2020. What else? Anything else? What else do you like? What else do you watch? What are you for? <laughs> I think that's probably it for Halloween-y special TV. Everything else we just watch all the time. What about movies? Movies. Well. Oh. What's on your list of Halloween movies? Well, I've got a couple of go-tours. Yep. That you've got to crack out. So you've got to crack out a bit of Nightmare for Christmas. Yes, both a Halloween and a Christmas movie. Exactly. Uh, but uh, it's essentially Tim Burton, really. Uh, a bit of Corpse Bride. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. It's another good one. Interview with a Vampire. Not Tim Burton. Not Tim Burton, but it's another <laughs> good one to have. Uh, All of the Underworlds. All of the Underworlds are an annual watch in our household. Anything vampire-esque. And Blade. Then, We've just started re-watching the Blade trilogy. Blade. That's a new addition to my Halloween watch list, I'll be honest. Maybe not very Halloween-y, but it's vampire-filled. I today watched Daybreakers. I've also watched The Ring, the American version. I've watched Hellraiser. Basically, well, uh, Hellraiser is the one I watched on Shudder. Um, I would recommend anything Shudder at this moment in time. It's my mm. new favourite streaming platform. I wouldn't. I would recommend Hocus Pocus, <laughs> which is always a classic. And then, of course, my probably one of my all-time Halloween faves. I think I know where this is going. Is a bit of Dracula, dead and loving it. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going. Where do you think I was going to go? I thought you were about to bring out Practical Magic. Oh, that's a good one as well. That's like an all-year-rounder, that one. Although it is Halloween at the end. Can't really tell you what happened. No, I don't think you could. <laughs> not a believer. <laughs> so that is your list of family-friendly Halloween films. Yeah, it's probably if I'm feeling a bit adventurous and I want to get a little bit scary, a little bit risky. Yes, I might venture towards like a scream or Ooh. a scary movie. Oh, scary movie! Yeah, they're always good, but they're not really scary, though, are they? No, that's More the comedic. irony. Yeah, scream would be as, as my level of scare. Okay, I can handle a scream. I almost got you to watch two seconds of The Ring the other day. No, no, it was too menacing. It's the uncertainty. I don't understand why you find it menacing. What's menacing know. about it? It's the fear of the unknown. I just don't like to be scared. I don't find it scary anymore. It's that kind of film I've watched so many times that I'm just intrigued by the mystery. Well, could you just watch weird stuff? I came home the other day and there was you know, an exorcism on the TV. What's that? What was that shudder thing you were watching? Oh, the cleansing hour. Yeah. Yes. That's also on the Halloween list. What were you watching other, the other time when I came home? It was some like, weird goat thing running around killing people. Oh, that was VHS 2. Uh, so that, I think, is on Netflix. It's been a while since I've watched that film. So VHS was like a... a I think they only made two of them. Uh, like a horror anthology. So they got loads of different horror directors to make shorts and then put them together with a story about somebody finding VHS tapes around it. Short films, not short shorts. No, <gasps> short films. So it's short films with a wider film, like around it and that was the second one that was the story of a strange religious breeding like devil cult in I think it's Japan um, and at, they yes they, they bring forth like a goat demon who uh, the, the I think it's the woman that they impregnate manages to escape and the goat goes running after her 
and then there's a car accident and then the last thing that you see in in that story is the goat appearing in front of the camera and being like mommy <laughs> yeah it was weird i was like where's bet midler that's what you need you need a bit of bet midler singing a bit of black magic hocus pocus i put a spell on you ah sorry i always want to say isn't that barbara streisand they're both the same to me okay i'm gonna leave the twitter to deal with that one okay so if you had to pick a halloween top five what would it be it, what we're talking movies yes. tvs or both top five movies for halloween go oh first place oh hocus pocus second place dracula dead and loving it third place nightmare for christmas fourth underworld trilogy <laughs> that's three films Underworld. Okay. I'm going to let that. And fifth. <laughs> Final place. Final place. Um, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, can I move Sleepy Hollow and Underworld? I'll put Underworld at the bottom. Okay. No, that's like a hierarchy. Or anything. I was going to say, is there any particular reason? No, I just feel like it should be a bit higher up. Okay. So my recommendations, I have plenty. Uh, Number so, one, go. Oh my God. Uh, my Quicker. Number, um... <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, oh, we've not got that, have we? We do own that, yes. Do we? Yes. Oh. Do we? <laughs> when did we own that? We've got it on Blu-ray. It's in the house. Oh, I probably just sold it to Music Magpie. Um, we can tell me just bought it on iTunes. No, no, not at all. Um, so uh, for, for those at home who aren't in the know, we are in the process of um, upgrading. Well, not necessarily upgrading. Shifting from physical release to... Uh, digital release for as much as possible just to try and make space in the house uh, and Bram Stoker's Dracula I think I have actually just sold so it's a good job it's only four ninety nine on iTunes because I've just bought it um, so that'd be my number one pick number two probably Nightmare Before Christmas number three quicker quick. The Ring which one uh, so the well see it's, this is this is quite an interesting conversation that you can have with people as to where they go on this with horror fans because they're actually quite different films so the american ring uh looks beautiful it's very blue it's very it's got great cinematography it's quite stylish in a way and is in many ways a fairly generic horror there's a video it's cursed you die there's jumps you follow her around as she tries to unravel the mystery Whereas the uh, um, Japanese version is actually quite psychological. I've not watched the Japanese one for quite a long time, but it's um, it's much more psychological rather than jump scary. A psychological ring. Yes. As opposed to uh, like an index ring. Yes. Number four. Underworld. And I think I would go for the first one. I've just... Actually, if anybody wants to follow me on Letterboxd, you can find me. I'm, I'm there. Just Neil Vag. You can look me up. I have just ranked the Underworld movies because we've just finished our complete rewatch of the franchise uh, minus the anime because it's not very easy to get hold of outside of certain releases and I can tell you that my official Underworld ranking goes as follows in fifth place is Underworld Blood Wars the most recent film in the franchise in fourth place is Underworld Evolution which is Underworld 2 in third place is Underworld Rise of the Lycans the flashback history story. In second place is Underworld Awakening, the fourth movie in the franchise, where she discovers that she has a daughter. She awakens. 
featuring a wonderful Evanescence remix in the end credits. And number one is the original Underworld. Mm, that is how I rank the franchise. I've got scales within scales here. <laughs> uh, okay, and last but not least, number five. Um, I think, because I haven't gone for anything particularly gory in there, I would go for Hellraiser, just because I've rewatched it recently and had forgotten just how gory it actually is. Again, another film that I walked in and saw a man getting pulled apart by bloody hooks. Mm. But what's interesting about that, and I'd forgotten because it's been years since I watched Hellraiser, is that actually uh, Pinhead and the, um, I forget what they're called now, the, the people from his dimension, aren't actually in the film all that much. Because Pinhead is what you think of as Hellraiser, synonymous with Hellraiser, but really it's more of a weird story about the the dead brother-in-law trying to get his body back and undecompose himself. So you find the puzzle box, you unlock the puzzle box, it brings about the people from the Hell Dimension, and they torture you for the rest of eternity. But this guy escaped, so it's more about him being sort of hunted. Well, no, he's not even being hunted by them. It's more about him who he starts out as a kind of a skeleton and then he convinces his brother's wife, who he was having an affair with, to kill men so that he can sort of drink their blood and take their life force and regenerate himself. Recompose. Yes. So that would be mine. Bram Stoker's Dracula, Nightmare Before Christmas, The Ring, first Underworld movie, Hellraiser. Very good. There are plenty of new and wonderful options for all the family to watch this Halloween. So you mentioned the walking in on me watching the cleansing hour. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. This is. I'm not saying this because I've got some sort of sponsorship. Because I don't. I've never spoken to the people from Shudder, although a PR company has sent me some of the films that are available. But it is actually a really good service. It's not massively expensive either. It's like four or five pound a month. Unless you do the yearly thing. And you've got quite a lot of originals. So I watched The Cleansing Hour, which is a story about two old friends who start a YouTube business doing exorcisms. I say that in air quotes. Live on like live streaming on Instagram. Um, but it's not obviously real. And then it turns out that actually there is a real demon. And um, kind of all, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> Halloween pun. You can make your Halloween noise now. But it was it was just it wasn't scary, but it was it was a good horror. And then I watched another one called the Mortuary Collection, which uh, actually I thought it sounded pretty cool from the beginning. Uh, both of these are available to stream now on Shudder, by the way. Uh, so the Mortuary Collection is again short stories with a wider story around it. So um, this girl who appears to be some kind of runaway turns up at a mortuary. Uh, she kind of. It sounds almost like she's there because there's a wanted ad outside, like they, they have a job. Uh, and Clancy Brown, who plays the, the guy that's running the mortuary, sort of interviews her for the job. And they end up telling scary stories to each other. So it, that's how you get lots of short stories within it. But it has quite sort of family adventure movie type Alan Silvestri style music. And it's not dark. So it seemed quite sort of colourful and adventurous at the beginning, and I thought, oh, okay, so this is Shudder doing something that's maybe uh, all the family can watch at Halloween. And then I got to uh, a short film within it, in which a guy uh, is kind of chaperoning people around a university campus, being like, hey, welcome, you know, don't drink, don't do drugs, always have safe sex. And then you realise that he's sleeping with all the girls on campus and just not practising safe sex. And then he ends up pregnant 
having a rapid, like, 12-hour pregnancy, and when he suggests to the poor woman uh, who is the mum of the girl that impregnated him, he said, like, where's the baby going to come from? And she's like, well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come out where it went in, at which point you see his, um, his penis, and oh, it explodes. See, you can't say that word. There's blood everywhere. And I thought, okay, not a family-friendly movie. However, it's really cool. Um, it was a good watch. I'm glad I didn't walk into that. I don't need to see his bits popping, popping, and all that <laughs> no. sounds even worse. Oh dear. Uh, yes, but it's still, it was a really interesting film. I'm trying to think what other horrors I've watched recently. Oh, I watched a good one recently. Yes, on Netflix. Adam Sandler's new Halloween film. Who oh, be Halloween? Who be? I don't know how I felt about this. I, it didn't really hold my interest so much. I don't know. It was awful, but I quite liked it. Hmm. Okay. Why was it awful? Because it was just awful. It was just really cheesy, like a really cheesy, corny hmm. old Adam Sandler movie. Adam Sandler Halloweeny film, and I just quite liked it. There's a lot of very famous faces in it. There was a lot of famous faces in it from all of Adam Sandler's other movies. He did. He kind of did that weird character that he's like he does before. Simple. Simple. Yeah, and I'm not. Yeah, I don't know if he can get away with that now. But everything else around the film was quite funny. Yeah. There was there were little nuggets in there that's like, oh, I quite like this, hmm. but I don't like it at the same time. But I watch it. <laughs> okay, I haven't really thought through how we're are we are we just. We're just recommending all these things to watch. Any basically anything we're talking about, you should go and watch. <laughs> oh yeah, and we watched that other one. Are we talking about the other one? Can we talk about that? Yes. So we uh, this one came as a quite a pleasant surprise to me. So uh, we yesterday sat down, courtesy of Warner Brothers. Thank you very much to watch Robert Zemeckis's new uh, version of Roald Dahl's The Witches with Anne Hathaway and Octavia Spencer, and it's got sort of middling reviews. In terms of critics' reviews, I haven't really spoken to anybody that's watched it as yet. But I like the I like it. Like most people, I'm of a certain age that I remember the previous version being horrifically scary as I was a child. Oh, I used to scare the Angelica Houston. That was it. Couldn't give a name for a second. But Jesus, um, out of me. Oh, Marcia, mm. the Adams family. Yes, we haven't mentioned the Adams family. We've not watched it yet. We haven't watched it. Oh, that's terrible. put that on the list. That's also available on Netflix. So. I, I don't know, I kind of thought, well, I suppose it's been a long time since they made that version. It was like 1990 or 94, something like that. It was 90, wasn't it? So um, I guess a whole there's a whole generation of people that may not have seen it and kind of a different day and age, time for a different take on it. But I wasn't really sure whether this was a necessary film to make. But I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed it. There were a few things that I'm not so sure about. Such as? Kind of felt like the... So, I've got a way of rationalising it in my head, and I've got a critical way of looking at this. So I felt like they quite often relied on CGI for things they didn't necessarily need to rely on it for. Yeah. But were they just kind of amping up the surrealism of Roald Dahl by doing it? The fantasticism. Yes. That word? No. No. What's the word I'm... It might be, actually. Well, it's a word now. So it was things like when, um, when people were turning into rats or mice, and they would kind of fly up into the air... Fair enough, CGI, because, you know, if you were somebody on strings, you wouldn't quite get that whipping sort of effect, like they were losing control. But then, why were clothes floating to the ground? I suppose clothes wouldn't float to the ground, they'd just drop. Uh, there was just certain things where you would look at it and think, oh, that's CGI, why is that CGI? Why was the cat CGI in 90% of its scenes? 
Yeah, that was a bit annoying. Even when it was in its cage, not doing anything, it was still CGI. So that's that's kind of my biggest sort of lingering question, having watched it, is was that to make it more surreal and cartoony? Because it is very colourful and it is very campy and it's very over the top. Or was that a bit of an over-reliance? Or I just, I'm, I'm not quite sure. And I think my, my only other thing, which I, I'm not so sure about, and do you know what? I can't remember when I last read Roldal, so I would say I probably last read The Witches when I was like 10. Let's say it's been at least 20 years since I've read this book. <laughs> and the rest. So it might be that the, the head witch is described as having a very strange accent, but considering they mentioned that Anne Hathaway's Grand High Witch was born in, I think, Norway, I think they said, uh, she's Russian or Swedish or... Oh, I, I quite liked it though. Oh no, it was very, it was very funny. It was, it, it worked. It was the comedy was right there in the way she was doing it. I mean, she went from menacing to to comedic very, very easily. But again, I wasn't sure if that was a stylistic choice or that she couldn't quite hold an accent. I mean, she, yeah, it was quite funny though when she's like, "Fitches, her digger digger." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, like I was watching the Muppets and they're a little chef man. <laughs> Where are the children, yeah? <laughs> what did you think of it? I really liked it. I wasn't expecting to like it. Because I remember like, oh, we'd have to remake another new film. Yeah. Oh, I got to leave things alone. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. I find it's very difficult to not like anything with Octavia Spencer in it, though. Yes, and I do like the complete change in culture as well. Mm. I thought that was very well done. Because I think in the original film, the grand was from Russia or... Because she had an accent as well. Yeah. It was almost like she came from the same place as the High Witch. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, I thought it was it was really nice. Uh, and Octavia Spencer's just brilliant, which then makes me think, ooh, it's Halloween and we've not watched The Shape of Water. Is that a Halloween film? Well, I don't know, but it's got a creature in it, so I'm happy to call it a Halloween film. Mm, I'm not sure I'll give you that. I watch it, but I'm not sure <laughs> I don't know if I can give you it as a Halloween film. It's just film. another Octavia Spencer film. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's opened a whole new avenue of things I'd not thought of. Pan's Labyrinth. I'm going down to Guillermo del Toro place now. Um, Hellboy. Which class that's a Halloween film. It's a comic book movie. Where he's a demon from hell. It's true. He is a demon from hell. Just saying, if you if you want to throw in Shape of Water, which is a creature. That's very true. I mean, by, by that reasoning, you could say Harry Potter is a Halloween film. You could. Ooh, actually... <laughs> we should have structured this mini podcast before we started. Uh, Coco is a good family-friendly Disney oh, movie. No, I didn't like that. Really, it was too sad. Why is it so sad? <laughs> I don't know. I just found it really sad. Oh. I don't know what it, it just seems to be like. I liked it, but at the same time, I didn't like it because I found it quite sad. Well, that one's available on Disney Plus if you're looking for a family-friendly Pixar Disney animated movie. I think we should probably wrap things up before we end up talking as long as we would in a normal podcast, just randomly talking about films. Oh, I know. There's probably lots more that we haven't really talked about. We haven't, I haven't spoke about Dracula Dead and Loving It. I feel like that's a hidden gem that nobody really Why watches. do you feel like that's a hidden gem? Well, because you can't buy it on iTunes. It's not no, anywhere to true. stream. Yeah. So unless you've been able to dig out an old VHS of it or a DVD, mm. you're probably unlikely to have seen it. I, yeah, I, it's another one that I'm just not a big fan of. Oh, I love it. I just love Leslie Nielsen. I know you do. And it is, I do have memories of going to see it in the cinema when I was a knee-high to a grasshopper. 
So I'd be in, so people of the world yes. of the interwebs, let us know if you've seen Dracula Dead and Loving It. I'd be curious to know if it's got a like a cult following. Oh, I've just thought of another TV series that people should watch that fits sort of spookiness. Lovecraft Country. Yeah, I'll give you that one. That was weird. Okay, so. But we're not speaking about that because that's next pod. We're going to talk that's about like that next podcast That's like an official properly. podcast, not one of these spooky weird ones. No. <laughs> right, so our recommendations for Halloween TV viewing. Simpsons. Yes. This is me trying to cajole us together to, to tie this up into something useful. Yeah. So, we are recommending for your Halloween viewing, Super Friends, you watch some classic Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Stick to the old ones, or not this new rubbish. Available on DVD up to season 19, because they've stopped again. Or available to stream on Disney+. Plus. Lovecraft Country, which in America you can stream on HBO Max. You can also purchase the series now from iTunes, or it's available to stream on Now TV. Classic Halloween Buffy, available on iTunes, or Amazon Prime, or 4OD. But disclaimer... It's the awful remaster. Yes, if you watch it on 4OD, it's the remaster. Whereas if you buy it from iTunes, it's the um, non-remastered version. And 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, which is also available to purchase on iTunes. Our top film recommendations. I don't even know how we cajole this down to a list. Well, we've got two lists. You've got uh, a weird, scary list, if you like. Gore and goats. Yeah. Go for your list. Mommy! If you like, Bette Midler... Go for my list. Okay. okay. Sort of <laughs> what what I recommend is now that you've listened to us just randomly ramble on about Halloween movies, is rewind uh, with a with a notepad and just write down the titles of the films that sounded interesting. Yeah, you could do. <laughs> there won't be a test, so don't worry, don't make you're not. There's no test at the end of it. Yeah. Really we just wanted to randomly talk about everything Halloween that we like to watch because we love Halloween. So you've got to also kinda of, you've got to make it an event though. You do have to make it an event. So you got to get the pumpkin carved. Like when I watched Dracula Dead and Loving It, I had to make my Halloween cookies. Oh, uh, something I have to make you watch it again if I want more of those. Yes. Right. Okay. Well, whatever you are up to this Halloween, which is Saturday this week, I believe, then... Uh, oh, a weekend Halloween. Yes. <laughs> Not that anything will happen because, you know, we're in lockdown. Thank you for ruining my... my goodbye monologue oh sorry but was, you can still trick or treat apparently you, the UK government says you can still trick or treat but whatever you're up to this Halloween stay safe stay warm if you are carving a pumpkin why not take a picture and send it to us on social media we'd love to see what you're doing every year I seem to buy a pumpkin carving kit but I never actually carve a pumpkin no we're doing it this year because there's two in the drawer haven't even been opened <laughs> okay if you want to get in touch with us uh, let us know what films you were watching this Halloween then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram as at GetYourComicCon if you want to find me my name is at NeilVag on both platforms and if you'd like to find Smithers over there Boy Wonder, he is at BoyWonder1989 on Twitter and at BoyWonder89 on Instagram as always if you want to check out our written reviews news all those bits and pieces you can go over to our website which is www.getyourcomicon.co.uk we just launched a web store you can now buy a plethora of t-shirts hoodies uh, baseball shirts mugs bags stickers with our various logos on or if you want to show off that you are an official super friend there is an official super friend shirt as well if you're interested in checking that out, it's www.getyourcomicon.co.uk forward slash store. 
we will be back next week with our usual podcast where we'll have some news, we'll have some reviews and some more of this unstructured and random banter. But until next time, have a spooky Halloween. Don't turn around. Ah, What's your favourite scary movie? There's a goat. Bye. Bye.